You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. New chapter this morning in the battle against Ebola. Nickelback are back. The multi-platinum band has just announced a new album and a North American summer. Until you see the flaming butthole, you ain't seen nothing yet. Spider Man. The Spider Man. Kills all he wants every day. <laughs> Saves the world. Sometimes they. No one's good. <laughs> try to do a try to do a Spider Man song. It's kind of easy and hard at the same time. <laughs> Look out! There comes the Spider Man. <laughs> My favorite is the. Oh wait, that's not Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that's not Spider Man. <laughs> Something good for you. everybody and welcome to this week's edition of the something good for you podcast where the two of us sift through the bullshit to try to find a little something good to give you and i'm one of your two co-hosts alex stiff and sitting beside me as always is the one and only captain nun what's up y'all and we've got executive producer am i getting it right now of course Chris? you are okay. good job. Here, here's your dollar chris morrison good job everybody good work good work <laughs> great production values no air conditioning i love it do we get a theme song <laughs> Not yet. What the, we that's what you just heard right before we cut in. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, now I just want to hear courtesy of the super see, suckers. See, now I just want to hear uh, Eddie Spaghetti do a version of the Law and Order theme song. No, oh, have like the super suckers do a guitar version of it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're back at the table again. Last week we had Quinn on, and uh, if you guys look at the Couch Potatoes feed this last week, the episode with Chris and Quinn have debuted. At this point of recording this episode, we still don't have the official title solidified. There's so many. We could do a, we could do a vote it'll, for it. It'll probably be at the zero hour, we'll do like a, a few we'll do hours before it gets posted. I'm like, Chris, we need a we'll title do, for well, this I'll tell show. you what, we'll do four options and let Discord vote. <laughs> we'll, set <laughs> up a, we'll set up a tier. Yeah. Hey! <laughs> no, that's not a bad idea. But uh, yeah, the network grows. Just more shows to add to the bunch. Oh, yeah. Yep. We might be doing a Sopranos podcast. Yeah. What? Yeah. I didn't see, yeah. Okay. You may be executive producer, but I'm still CEO. I didn't know about this. Now we're talking about that last CEO's time. CEO's we, changed, motherfucker. It's like, it's, like, it's like off mic, Quinn was talking a lot about like mob history and how it ties into like, you know, the Sopranos yes. and yeah, Goodfellas we, we, and all that we too. We Godfather, Goodfellas, Sopranos, and he's back watching it. You're on what, season four? I just finished uh, season two. Season two. He's on season four. I've watched it eight times. <laughs> That's it's about, your king of the hill. Yeah. It's my, it's my another king of the hill. Yeah. I, and like everybody, yo, Hank, why do, why do you let Bobby just go out and do all that shit? <laughs> hey, hey, fuck, hey, fucking Boomhow over here, <laughs> and just like a sour puss fucking face. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, Sopranos fans always are like, oh yeah, this is like my third or fourth times watching yeah, it it's, again. The rewatch like value that. of that is so much more than like Game of Thrones. Again, it really is. That is just one I've not started. That's you, you have to be interested in that kind of thing, though. Yeah, it's one of those deals where it's like it kind of pokes fun at like you know mobsters of Jersey and folks that love those movies too mm-hmm. much. Yeah, but they are also like fucking gangsters too. Yeah, there's actual gangsters in it, but they're also well, just Jersey fucks. Yeah. Well, as we've already established, apparently I hate good movies, and uh, but no, there's actually a lot of classics I just have not seen like I feel like Cap, there's probably a classic or two that you've just not oh, yeah. sat and watched. People's just like it's just what you, would be yours? Mm, uh, French Connection I haven't seen yet. I love French Connection with Gene Hackman. Yeah, a lot of seventies classics that I haven't uh, watched yet. Cool Hand Luke. Cool Hand Luke's the shit. Yeah. Well, see, and I'll, that's why I'm going to leave right over to you, Chris. What is a classic you've not seen? And don't just give me none. 
there has to be some classic. You'd movie have to like that, find a list because there's like I I, I know a, that you consume movies like potato chips. I was like well, you're like, a movie buff. Well, like there was a point in time where, like six years on dialysis, you can either work or sit in a chair for four hours to eight hours and watch fucking movies. So no, I get it. I watched the Criterion Collection, all of it. So out of that collection, none. Um, but I imagine there are some classics I'm probably skipping over just because I haven't watched them. I can't think of them. That's the problem. Right. Um, now me and my brothers were, uh, me and my brother were, uh, movie junkies growing mm-hmm. up too, just cause we lived out, you know, kind of on the outside of town and it would be a drive to get yeah. anywhere. And plus, you know, being in a video store for like two fucking years, you know, yeah. as a kid, you know, you're renting movies every fucking day, every week. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to say, like, uh, I'm a, like, we sat here and watched the amazing colossal man. You can't get much more deep dive bullshit than that. Like, I'm so, like it's fucked That's up to true. think. That like, is true. That is true. Like out of all the ones you had on your poster wall over yeah. here, like I saw the aliens from the, the saucers. Yep. I saw that movie. You know, I saw them. You know, I saw the remake of them. I've seen the remakes, the makes. You know, the Seven Samurai, which all westerns are pretty much fucking based right. off of. You know, I've seen these Coruscant movies and these fucking a lot of Heisei, niche, a lot Heisei of niche series, Toho genres movies. and shit like that. My kaiju ones were probably I could probably go back. There's probably a handful of kaiju movies I haven't seen, but classics. There is, um, there is a classic I haven't finished, and I'm only, I'm only missing about 15 minutes of it. It's Citizen Kane. Okay, I've seen Citizen, Citizen Kane. It is a hard watch. It is for a younger audience. Yeah, it's one of those things where it's like you know, as a film buff, there's a lot of things that you that uh, film buffs go like, oh yeah, that's cool because it was the first to do yada yada yeah, yada. So, so I saw the beginning and end. Apparently, I missed a pivotal scene in the middle somewhere, but I don't. Yeah. I know this. I know the the plot of the movie. Yeah. I've seen the movie. I just remember just going like, just why I get it, but I did not enjoy any of it. Yeah, and. I'm not saying I saw seen every movie, but like what counts as a classic, I think is one. The same thing, the Criterion Collection counts as a classic. This movie did this one thing. All other movies afterwards started doing like Michael Bay's in the fucking Criterion Collection. Yeah, um, you know it's With this, what movie? Uh, the Rock. Oh, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I like. And you know what? The funny thing is, I like that movie, it's but so it's also interesting that it's in the Criterion Collection. Yeah. So, like, uh, we were talking about James Bond earlier today. I've seen all those movies, um, and I don't know, man. It's kind of hard to say. There's some movies I kind of want to go back and revisit. Probably like Seven Samurai again because mm-hmm. I haven't seen that since like 2012, mm-hmm. which is basically Magnificent Seven but with samurai. See, I was a big uh, Sergio Leone fan as far as westerns. Yeah, so yep. High Plains Drifter, yeah. Fistful of Dollars, few dollars more. Yeah, Once Upon a Time in, in the West, in the West, West Good and Bad, Charlie, Charlie Bronson, and yeah, Henry Fonda. And that movie that. fucking rules. Yeah, and I like for some reason I like movies that when I was younger I probably shouldn't have liked that I really like. Like, like, like you know what I'm saying like you you don't expect kids to watch this movie like we my dad made me watch a movie called 12 Angry Men oh I love that yeah yeah but the black and white version oh, and, and yeah. so I grew to like those characters because the black and white version kind of skews the whole thing which there was no reason reason to remake it in color to me right I did, I've never seen that version I've never <laughs> seen the colored version mm-hmm but I like the black and white version. Right. Okay. So like Grapes of Wrath, I watched that movie. Like that's a long fucking movie about terrible circumstances. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, that's mom, a classic. <laughs> mom, mom tried making me watch Sound of Music and I just, With I the could Nazis? not. Yeah. <laughs> I just could not. I, I watched Sound of Music when I was in second grade 
in music oh, class. I've, I've seen it countless times. The full version, mm-hmm. you know, not the half version. And it's still, I just don't, Did y'all have to watch The King and I? With uh, what's his name? Yul Brenner. Yeah. yeah, that scary oh, motherfucker. That unlocked a core memory, or my, like an unlocked memory. My mom <laughs> loved. My mom loved musicals, and I would watch a lot of them with my mom when you I was a, a kid. You want a fun fact about Yul Brenner? There's a statue of him in Mongolia. Really? Because he's Mongolian. Oh, hmm. okay. I just remember him as like you know Ramses from the Ten Commandments. With I remember him, Charlton Heston. I remember him in Westworld taking his face off. Uh huh. And it's like, like in the oh, movie Face Off. Yeah, like in the movie Face Off. You Another classic. Yes, <laughs> classic. That's like The Rock, where it's just like this is one of those movies that's just dumb and fun. Bad you know? shit insane. <laughs> Bad shit insane. The prime time Nick Cage. That's the thing, though. Nick Cage will sell anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's why he's the best. It's it's, it's a hard question to answer. If you were to pull up a classic list of like IMD's top 100, I've probably seen 98 of them. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. My mom liked, uh, she's not a horror movie buff, but she loved Alfred Hitchcock movies. Those are good. North by Northwest. Uh, um, secret was it secret window not secret window secret what is, window yeah uh, rear window rear window that's what it was yeah with uh, Stewart yeah Jimmy Stewart yeah Jimmy Stewart uh, he sees a murder in a in a uh, from his he's, he's handicapped he gets in an accident and breaks his leg he's in a wheelchair but he's watching people across the way in an apartment building and uh, people don't believe in curtains so he sees a woman <laughs> get murdered and it's a very elaborate Christopher Reeves was in a remake of that before he died uh, before he got crippled. Really? Yeah, he played a crippled man before he got crippled. I didn't realize that there was a version with him in it. Yeah, it's kind of kind of foreshadows his motherfucking life. <laughs> but uh, yeah, after that he got thrown from a horse. Um, but yeah, it's this. I haven't checked IMD 100 in a while, mm-hmm. but I made it a point to watch all those movies. Yeah. So there's probably like a handful I haven't seen. Yeah. Well, there was something recently Chris had not seen that <laughs> had him watch the other yeah. night. Yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not a, uh, I'm not a Ramones fan. Right. <laughs> I respect them. Mm-hmm. I respect them like I respect the Misfits and yeah. some other bands. I can't hate them. Yeah. And, I, and we established this on the Rock Fight episodes. Yeah. And uh, now I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. All right. So listen, I hate two of them. <laughs> right. I hate two of the core band all right, members. So I had I had them sitting because. I've been going down a Ramones rabbit hole as kind of like a kiss palette cleanser. Yeah, you kind of sounded like a conspiracy theorist. Like uh, apparently Ramones have been washed away from the internet, and you're just doing Dude, this, you're right. doing this fucking labyrinth of rap. Dude, there's not all the internet. The website still exists. Back it to the left, three shots. We're just like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm like Zapruder. See, <laughs> Ramones right, I'll go, kiss. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go into the full thing then. All right, so while we've been doing no time to turn and everything else, you know, I've just been going hardcore in the motherfucking paint when it comes to kiss research and like video. <laughs> and shit like you you pull up my you, youtube and it just it just is full of kiss shit see i have um uh, it's funny it's just like i'm not sick of kiss yet but i've consumed so much kiss <laughs> oh yeah no and i'm definitely not sick of them either but it's like you know when i'm at work you know uh like that necronom guy whatever on um, YouTube, he yeah. has those like kiss throughout the years things, mm-hmm. and they're like couple hour long. So it's like I'll just put that on in the background and just listen to it because a lot of it is just talking as well, you know. So I'll just consume, you know, two or three of those videos in one day as I'm at work, and you know, you just eventually run out of kiss shit to listen to, and it's like you know what, well, I want to do Ramon stuff now, and I started digging through. One, there is not a lot of Ramones material on YouTube outside of like just bootleg live shows. And all of those shows are on those, probably on those DVDs, right? Yeah, they're either on the DVDs or like just kind of bad quality handheld stuff with like, you know, 
kind of audio. Anyway, regardless, uh, but there was enough to kind of satisfy. And when you do enough clicking through Ramon stuff on YouTube, you are eventually served with the Howard Stern yeah, interviews. That I've seen probably a couple times. Oh, yeah. So it's like, you know, of course, I'm just like, it's been a few years since I've listened to this. Click. You know, and so it's like I'm listening to the whole. It's like there. it's in three parts. First is the one where it's like. Uh, Howard is on the phone with uh, Joey, and he's just like, you know, I heard that uh, you were talking shit about Marky on the AOL yeah. message boards, and, <laughs> and eventually Marky calls in. He's like, he's a fucking liar. He, he, he's just that and the other, and, and then Joey's like, he wears a fucking wig. It's, you know, it's just, it's, it's just all this shit back and forth. It's a Sopranos episode because they're like, fucking Joey over here thinks he's a fucking big shot. Hey, Marky, Marky, fu- you just shut up, man. Just shut up. You a fucking loser. No, you're a loser, man. <laughs> He's a, and in the end, we found out they're all fucking losers. <laughs> That's. I was talking with uh, Eddie Ford about this the other night about how like uh, he says he doesn't watch a lot of those documentaries because it kind of takes away the mystique and you find yeah. out how, how what these people are really were really like and the how the sausage is made type situation. Yeah, not a lot of them you want to be friends with. Mm, yeah. <laughs> that kind of thing. So it's like I'm, I'm listening to it, and then like the second part is like. When Johnny and Joey are actually talking it out again, it's the whole apology. Uh, no, it's when uh, all of the Ramones are there, rather. And, so, and then, so it's like, I just watched all three parts, and then most people are just satisfied with that. But we've been doing the no time to turn thing. And what do we do on that? We deep dive. We research. We find the little minutia. We want to see all the documents. We want to see the receipts. You know right? what? But you know what it is? Uh, 99% of the time, it's just Johnny down the street doesn't have any money, and it's like the same story over and over again. And then you like we meet, the, but then like you meet like the say playing with like folks that have had you know issues and stuff like that. And you see kind of your uh, the reflection of your career as playing music with these guys, and it's kind of like oh man, it kind of kind of makes you go oh man a little bit. It does, and that's part of the reason I really wanted to do the deep dive because I'm because uh-huh. I'm sitting here going I'm like okay, they keep referencing the AOL message boards. Well, that that's a public thing and this is a rather public interview what was actually said because they never said on any of those interview shows like verbatim what was said because howard kept asking he's like you know what what was said you know what was said and you know eventually it was like you know uh, joey had gotten fat and then joey would reply you know mark you wears a wig mm-hmm. you know and all this other shit and, and apparently this is when the uh, joey did not want it public knowledge that he had ocd and stuff like that and marky was talking about that either way the, it was all a lot of hearsay right none of it was like all right well i've got the messages here marky apparently you said yada 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 none of that so i'm going i want to see exactly what said i get online try typing it out long story short aol message boards got completely wiped in like 2005 and they did not archive it anything so all of that shit is just gone Hmm. so i'm like okay well that's a dead end at least for right now there's like a few online groups trying to you know boot the servers back up and you know be able to gather all the data again just for preservation purposes for motherfuckers like me um so I'm like, okay, let me just go a different route. This was a public interview. The Ramones were in the public eye at this point. Maybe someone made an article about it, like on an old blog spot post, you know, something like that. So I'm doing a deep dive on that. 
nothing. Can't find anything. No transcripts of the AOL boards. And I'm like, fuck. Okay, well, well, I'm already in the Ramones rabbit hole. What, what's some other information I can find? Let me go to Ramones World. That place had a whole lot of information. Click. Website's gone. Huh. <laughs> okay, huh. Okay, well, let me look for some of the old Ramones message boards. I'll put a call out there, see if anyone has anything. All of them defunct, gone. And now at this point, I'm just sitting here just like with my arms in the air going like, what's happened to the Ramones online community? Like, what? And just for the hell of it, I'm like, what, what, what's their site look like right now? Go to Ramones.com. It's just the logo. The Ramones weren't just their like official website. Their official website. It's just the logo. Huh. And at that point, that's when I just sat back in my seat going, they barely have anything on YouTube. All the fan sites are gone. For the most part, there's like one or two still out there. Then how do you get a t-shirt? Like, I, just, uh, I just found you on Reddit. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> I was like, damn, that dude's asking a lot of the same shit my roommate's asking. <laughs> yeah. So, so, that's, so that was my next thought. I was like, maybe there's a Reddit. And there sure as shit was. So I've, I've put a call out there asking for like that specific Howard Stern information, this, that, and the other. And I put a call out on my Facebook. I found like a Ramones group on Facebook and everything else. And it's like, and I've gotten some pretty decent answers. And there's someone I actually really need to talk to uh, that probably has info. But that was what Chris was leading into is I gave him like the abridged version of that story. And then I went, so have you, do you know the story of the Ramones? <laughs> and he's like, mm, kind of. I was like, no, no, no. Do you know the story of the Ramones? <laughs> and he's just like, no. I was like, we're watching some. <laughs> I'm always up for watching something new. I can watch Mythical Kitchen like 30 times. So there you go. <laughs> I can yeah. only learn so many ways to make a hamburger. <laughs> so I've still got a DVD copy of End uh, of the Century. And we sat down and watched that, which was that was like the real, real story of the Ramones. Yeah, and, and yeah, so you, you you finally got your first taste of. So I love I love the story. Mm-hmm. I do like uh, four guys come together. One guy's really shy. One guy's you know very business oriented. He knows what he wants. I like how the drummer was the spokesperson mm-hmm. and was like kind of like a business manager of sorts. But yeah. he was the most articulate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he could say the whole word like this kind of guy. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And then they put a mic in Dee Dee's face and say, "We have amps that." But he's work. the rock, like but, <laughs> best rig rundown ever. <laughs> but like, but like watching those four guys together, they all have they all they're all different, but they all bring it together, and that's what a band is. You know, three different person, four three to four personalities coming together to make a band. It's a You're fu- really trying to exclude one person super yeah. hard. So, it's a fucked up soup, though. So as I was watching it, I'm sitting here playing a game on my laptop while I'm watching this, and every time Johnny Ramone said something i was hating this motherfucker more and more <laughs> his stupid fucking haircut was bothering me and like oh so you must be hating looking at me right now because nah, it's fine. almost johnny length right you're, now no, no, you're fine but it's not like a weird like bowl shape <laughs> no 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 his is like a like a retard made a bowl <laughs> <laughs> no he looks like the fucking uh no country for old men <laughs> That's what he looks like. yeah javier bardem exactly yeah. so uh that was a classic haircut y'all shut the fuck up it's a stupid haircut this is <laughs> <laughs> it was iconic it works it worked it's iconic because of johnny ramon of course but, but like but like he didn't look like he belonged with joey and the drummer Okay, now Didi he kept his kind of shit kind of short, which is kind of fine because he's a heroin addict, <laughs> which is fine. But uh, I was just like, I was just like, okay, this is going to get worse before it gets better. Oh, it gets so much worse. And as I was watching it, you know, the one thing I didn't know was I didn't know they didn't weren't able to 
you know, bringing as much revenue. The struggles of making records, mm-hmm. struggles with different producers, the whole Phil Spector thing. Dude. It's <laughs> like, you think this guy might kill us? Yeah, I think this guy might fucking kill us because he's a goddamn murderer. It's, I mean, what was funny is I can tell you didn't know about the Phil Spector thing because as soon as they first mentioned they were like, so for the next record, we went to Phil Spector and you just went, oh, <laughs> you dumb yeah. bitch. <laughs> so like watching that and just the downward spiral of every record and they kept trying new things, new producers, new new guys to just come in and out uh, mm-hmm. and the whole you know that happens with bands you know hey the drummer's out there was some drummer's back <laughs> yeah the drummer's back there's some differences we've had this drummer we got a guy to replace dd we got a guy to do this we got a guy to do that guitar player hooks up with the singer's girlfriend yeah well they got married so fuck them yeah uh, <laughs> um they're just too fucking bad <laughs> all right i'm sorry like i like i like how they described joey ramon this is like the shy guy and this long haired guy and it was just like okay that's cool you know that uh, and he's able to show himself the mm-hmm. true self of Joey Ramon on stage yeah even the little stage show that you had showed me the little video even on the thing it's hilarious to watch yeah and it's just like fuck this place and it's just like <laughs> yeah. throw my shit down alright guy we're coming back ticket 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 and I'm just like okay so like I can still like they still look like that they still look the same they kept their image mm-hmm. which you know it's like kiss you yeah. know they, they started that way ended that way you know it's, mm-hmm. it's fine it's perfect and just the the shock value of they didn't make a lot of money yeah bothered me yeah and uh you had pointed it out during when I was watching. I'm just like, because we had got toward almost the tail end of it. I'm like, why didn't they just ask all these people who said like they were inspired by the Ramones to do a fucking concert with these people so they can make a shit ton of money? Yeah. But by that time, they were just like, we're done playing. Yeah. I'm just like, that is some late, like in the back of my mind, that is literally some lazy shit. <laughs> well, it, it, I understand you. I understand that, you know, you guys are tired of playing and not winning. But if you're getting guys from like Rancid saying, We'd love to play with those motherfuckers. Pearl Jam. You know, like even Grunge or whatever. Whoever the fuck, dude. Yeah. People who are actually making shit ton of money. Yeah, let's do a show with the guys who inspired us. And like, so I understand of, the whole pioneer of music kind of thing. It's like getting shit on. I'm just like... So I kind of let the documentary speak for itself a little bit on that one, but stuff they didn't really touch on too much on that because again they can't get into every single teeny tiny detail on mm-hmm, every documentary one of the other underlying factors was due to Joey's illness well they kind of mentioned it he said he was getting sick a lot on the road yeah um, basically touring that much was killing him mm-hmm. so and with Johnny having such that army mentality of we go up there we kill if he saw that Joey was starting to get frail at shows and not being able to keep up, he would rather put a bullet in the band yeah. than look bad on stage. Okay, and, it, and it was kind of getting to that point where it was just like, he, and this is the really interesting thing about Johnny, because I do agree his attitude toward Joey specifically was just horrible. It's like, I can kind of understand getting fed up with a heroin addict and cokehead and punching them a few times, you know? So it's like, I can't, I can't really be too mad at Johnny for that Mm -hmm. one. But like, 
and and I'm and I am sure that Johnny, I mean Joey, uh, was really testing people's nerves. I mean, even Monty, mm-hmm. Monty Melnick, you know, super nice guy. I've seen interviews with him; hell of a nice guy. He was even saying he's like Joey was driving us crazy near the end of it. His OCD was just getting so bad, yada yada yada. So it's like I don't think for one second that Johnny, with his short timmer, was just getting so just done with Joey and just being like, what? You're just going to get fucking sick again? Fine. We're just done. We're fucking done. I'm sure that happened. But at the same time, him being rude toward Joey was a little bit more of the, just stop. Out of, just out stop. of, out of the time, you know, like the history of the Ramones, did anybody ever take Johnny to the back of the house and just beat the shit out of him? I don't, Johnny was the alpha. In yeah, every the room. The guy with the bad haircut being the alpha, that's the problem. Yep. Apparently but but he, it was he the attitude. And apparently he would get in fights and win all the time, too, if you read, you know, uh, I slept with Joey Ramone and things yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like he, he was someone that was just like, you know, would back up his words. He'd just be like, what, you want to fucking fight? Okay, fuck, fine. Pow! He's just like, fuck you. You yeah. know, and just walk away. So it's like he he was cocky enough to back it up. It's like the school bully that knew he could throw a punch. Yeah. It just seems like a, like, at some point, if Joey Ramone actually sacked up and just looked Johnny dead in the face in front of everyone, especially on stage, he'd be like, you know, Johnny's replaceable, right? And said that shit out loud. You know, like a different universe, that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> because, like, I understand the guys. Johnny would have murdered him backstage and went, you're replaceable. <laughs> I'm a goddamn... He even says that in the dogs. Different singers, different bass players, different drummers. Uh-huh. It's like, it's but, like the singer's the hardest one to replace. Yeah. Yeah, so I, it, it, I just... It's been a while since I had even watched it, and it's like, and I was pretty, I was, I mean, I've watched it as soon as it came out, so I was like, I was young when I first saw that, so the the illusion of the Ramones was immediately shattered on me. I'm not going to quote it, but I will say the hilarious uh, D.D. Ramone rap story is hilarious. D.D. King, baby. (laughs) Yeah, where he says he's not. Yeah. 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 He's not black enough to do rap. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the closest we could say. I like what he talks about where he uh, says, the first time I heard Schoolie D, I was like, what time is it? I understood that. He's like, what time is it? It's Gucci time. I mean, I get it. It's rising above oppression. <laughs> <laughs> and then you know what? Keep dropping and, your jaw when you talk, you fucking addict. And the, well, the, and the thing is, it's like in his attic haze, I'm sure he did feel like he understood it. Yeah, I'm probably. sure he did feel like it was part of him. It's like, I love hip hop, but you're never going to see me make a hip hop record. No, <laughs> no. And it's like, and that's totally fine. You love what you love, but... <laughs> I know as better. he said, he is not a blank. So he, <laughs> but yeah, documentary wise, it was just still a solid. Oh yeah, like I love a good music documentary. It kind of reminded me of going back and watching like the VH1 classics. Oh yeah, behind the behind the music, which was always fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. And like some of the people I would watch about, I'm just like, I have no idea who this guy is. <laughs> It's like uh, the only band I really got like that deep in like finding out who was uh, fighting with uh, whoever was like the the Van Halen camps, especially mm-hmm. on like Howard Stern interviews because David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar would be like on the phone just like just cursing each other out, calling each other asshole and shit like that. Yeah, um, I remember one documentary. It was a behind the music it was about uh no 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 no. it was the heavy the story of metal you remember that, I watched yes. that series yeah i, I think that, i had that on dvd at one yeah, point that was a nice. great that was a great story and i remember that i think they did a thing about the ramones on there just like for like five minutes yeah and yeah it, it was just, like a, just, just, like, a pick, like, just like a pick pop through of like yeah you can't talk about heavy metal without punk being an influence yeah, and, mm-hmm. and i remember watching that man this is the most kick-ass fucking documentary I've ever seen in my motherfucking life. No, that really was a good series. It was like, what, two or three parts yeah. or something VH1, like that? VH1 really, in the early 2000s, 
were really kicking out some kick-ass stock like the hour oh, yeah. of the 80s I 70s watched, and i consumed all oh, of it God. <laughs> i love the hour of the 80s and the 90s and 70s yeah, and 60s and the, i love the 80s strikes back that's when, yep. you, that's when you first saw guys Park, like duh. bill yeah. burr and shit like that a lot of yeah. comedians that are like headlining today yeah and then uh also with that they did um it was the i love the 70s and 80s but it was also oh you remember vh1's top 100 pop culture icons yeah, yeah. You remember who I, number 100 was was it michael jackson nope it was eric cartman what <laughs> number 100 number 100 was yeah. eric cartman oh okay. pop culture icons number one was like michael jackson or oprah or some shit and like, <laughs> or like homer simpson or something yeah, like. but like they were all like daisy chained and i remember i was watching it and making like writing it down because we didn't have dvr then so yeah, we yeah. would never know when that shit was coming back mm-hmm. on me my dad were watching i'm just like <laughs> right now somewhere i have a notebook somewhere with all 100 written down because oh, that's our awesome. internet was shit yep and i didn't know <laughs> and you fucking... want hey and you need it in case someone's gonna throw some trivia out yeah. at you yeah it's just like well no and, and i agree vh1 was killing it in the early time because in 2001 2002 i mentioned it on no time to turn my favorite kiss documentary came from vh1 around that time kiss behind the makeup mm-hmm. it's great because there's there was interviews with people that hadn't died yet i remember kiss was on that list yeah i'm sure uh, but yeah, so it's like, you know, there were, you know, people that were still part of the early KISS camp that, you know, hadn't passed away yet. You know, Bill Coin had stuff in there. Um, one, um, I forget her name. Uh, the Lady Bogart. Oh, uh, I forget her name too, but I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was in there, you know, so it's like there was a whole bunch of really cool folks, you know, sharing their side of things. So, and, and it was just very well edited and put together. It was all kiss music in the background. None of the stock, you know, music shit like we heard on the A&E documentary. Yeah, it's weird because like kiss doesn't have the rights to uh, uh, their music at all. Mm-hmm. And uh, now in the last recent documentaries, it's been nothing but live tracks. But yeah, back then, I guess VH1 had access to all that. Oh, yeah, obviously. absolutely. Well, that's, probably, like, that's probably in some contract shit between MTV and VH1 with the companies. And like, yep. hey, we're going to be doing documentary in the future. We would like to use these tracks here, here, and here. Yeah. <laughs> Viacom can afford that. If, well, uh, they it was, yeah, and one also, they were very, very willing to license their material out for anything. And so was the record company because mm. 2001, 2002, what was that? farewell tour this was supposed to be put the button on the end of kiss squeeze out as much of the money as we Mm. can now you know make all the documentaries license all the songs so no i'm sure the record company was sell all the toys yeah the record company was probably more than happy to license it but now at this point where they are in their career they probably don't want to pay their own licensing fees yeah it's funny it's like uh that there's so many kiss documentaries and there's a shit ton of motley crew ones too i i've so, been yeah. watching quite a few motley crew ones when i was younger i'm just like these guys are just fucking awful it's like it's a shit show but you can't look away from it i even oh. went i even read the fucking dirt too a year or so ago i wound up watching you may be able to help me pinpoint it it was the motley crew documentary of I think them getting back together doing the red right red yeah. white and crew era where they're recording those two new songs. Yeah, this was like their uh, big fucking reunion yeah. tour that they're still kind of coasting on. Because I remember when that CD collection came out, that was before I was very anti Motley Crue. It was just anything rock and roll I just wanted to consume. Yeah. So it's like, I remember when that CD set came out and like begging mom to get it for me. Oh, it's got two new songs on it. <laughs> and of course, you know I wore it, those two CDs the fuck out oh yeah it's like motley Cruz that band you get into because of like the myth and all that oh, shit well, when you're a teenager well see i got into motley Cruz not knowing anything about their history the only thing i had from motley Cruz was mom had the girls 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 
uncensored tape. Oh, the, the brown bag yeah, tape. Yeah. She had that. So that was the only bit of Motley Crue I had as reference. But the thing was, is that didn't seem too dissimilar as to the Kiss Exposed tape I no, had it's of the, the Revenge it's era. the exact same thing. <laughs> exactly. So I didn't really associate yeah. Motley Crue as much with just the outlandish, almost redneck rock and roll culture. So, so yeah, it's all... All these DVDs are just the band hanging out with groupies. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> the first, the, the I got into Molly Crew because of a movie called Varsity Blues. <laughs> because there's a scene where the guys go to a strip club, get shit faced, and their teacher from the high school is stripping too hot for teacher. Oh my and god! And it's that fucking drum. That's intro. Van Halen, though. Yeah, but like Molly Crew is playing while they're talking to her in the background. It's Doctor Feelgood is played in the background. Nice. And I'm listening to it like. That's a pretty good song. And if the riffs are cool. A buddy of mine gave me the whole album. I listened to the whole album. I was like, it's okay. Yeah. I like Dr. Feelgood. That's a cool song. But the only thing I ever had from Molly Crew was a greatest hits album. Mm-hmm. That's all you... Yeah, and, that's, and it was the one with the caricatures on it. Yeah. yeah. I know which one you're talking about. I had that. Yeah. Perfect fucking... I love the greatest... If I don't like a band that much and I don't want to do a deep dive, I just listen to the greatest hits. I had a Kiss, Kiss one. Yeah. It was yeah. fucking awesome. But... One of the hundred that, they made. Yeah, but that's <laughs> one of those... Uh, it was the Walmart best of you remember those it was black and white always had like a white label on the top with like, oh yeah man yeah had that one johnny cash 38 special <laughs> motley crew <laughs> motley crew yes <laughs> nice i ten dollars so i was just like let's just go buy it <laughs> no i remember that that was like a big deal like that was like probably like the biggest classic rock comeback tour like mm-hmm. when i was coming up in like junior high or whatever that the was fuck. Yeah. one of those bands i skipped out on seeing live yeah but that, like back in like the early 2000s yeah yeah but no i remember when that was happening and that was around the time so if you were in junior high i was probably heading right into middle school okay so yeah that was around the time we had gotten direct tv so we had vh1 classic so they were playing a whole bunch of that stuff so the only real images i got of motley Crue were the cassette tape mom had the videotape rather a little bit of music videos on vh1 classic and then eventually they played that show that that chick drummer oh uh, filled the, in for yeah I think that was the whole drummer yeah yeah they, they had that show on oh, there at one point band. yeah from yeah exactly yeah I've seen that one before too yeah so I I had not really had much info or knowledge of Motley Crue when it came out so yeah I just wore that CD the fuck out. I think it was just over time understanding their story more as I got older and like understanding what all of it meant. And they weren't the fucking touring juggernaut that they are now. Like when we were in fucking like coming up in middle school, they were kind of like, you know, an aged wrestler that nobody books anymore. <laughs> exactly. So I don't know that it just the it, Jimmy Snooker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the band honestly did have a different vibe mm-hmm. back then in in verses of retrospect yeah i think the dirt is what pushes motley Crue more than anything just like they were the i guess they were the first band to do that even though every other like rock band book is like the exact same thing yeah especially if you read like guns and roses and stuff like that it's so much worse (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like they're all the fucking same at the end of the day yeah Yeah. you know they're all just drug out of pieces of shit oh and 
something that we kind of pre-planned heading into this, and this is kind of even a little semi-segue, uh, as Chris and I were just going down YouTube rabbit holes watching random shit. Did you see the trailer for that new Bowie thing coming out? I did. That looks cool as hell. I want to get baked and watch that in IMAX. Fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> that looks awesome. I'm, sh- I'm sure like whoever put it together is going to do it right and with the right material and all that, too. No, Especially the, they're the gonna footage go the- and the editing and that trailer, I was just like, oh. Oh. See, I like when like you watch something like that. There's kind of like an artistic direction with it too. It like, almost looks like it's going to be like an hour long art piece. That's awesome. Which I'm totally cool with that. If it's like an hour long music video of just different Bowie things and clips and yeah. artistic oh, transitions, because they keep promoting that it's going to be an IMAX. That's kind so. Of- if it's going to be an IMAX, it has to have a heavy art background and like feel to it. The Stones did something like that with Crossfire Hurricane, where it's just like. Uh, them telling their story over uh, footage. Oh, it's like you don't see Mick, Keith, or uh, Ronnie or anybody talking, but you just—it's just, it's just uh, them telling the story with nothing but footage. I, I wonder if they're going to kind of do a similar thing. That would be cool. I'm—I mm, I might have to see that a few times if that happens. <laughs> uh-huh. Even if you're not a Stones fan, it's a fun watch. Now the the, the Bowie one looked really good though, so who, I, I do hope that. Uh, whatever limited screenings i'm sure that's gonna have that it comes close to here <laughs> yeah that'd be cool uh i'm pretty excited about uh the godzilla series that's gonna come on apple yeah they, they're making a whole oh monster. are they yeah they're making a whole monster verse with uh they, and they announced that kurt russell and his son uh wyatt um from the captain uh the winter soldier series mm-hmm. is gonna be in it <laughs> okay so cool. i look forward to that they just announced it there's not a whole lot on it yet but uh i look forward to that see what a kind of uh uh what they pull from the well on this one yeah and kind of being interesting and curious about things we finally got a lot of information on marvel phase five and six uh and all the stuff coming up so in, in lieu of us just like pulling up a list and just being like we're excited for this we're excited for this how about we do what we did last episode and do a tier list and we were just i was going through the website tiermaker.com and sure as shit there's a tier list for all of the upcoming marvel properties that we haven't seen yet yahoo and there's a, a category for hyped excited looks cool could wait and don't care <laughs> <laughs> so this is like a lot of um uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, I'd say, just because like I'm so, not as knowledgeable on like the entire Marvel uh, uh, Marvel background as y'all are. Yeah, but uh, this is going to include things that are going to be coming up soon. Mm-hmm. So it may have not necessarily been part of the announcement, uh, and things that are part of the announcement, uh, mainly because stuff like Armor Wars is in here that wasn't part of the announcement. But the producer and director both got on Twitter being like. I don't know why it wasn't announced, but it's still happening, y'all. So that's included on stuff like that. So, and this is out of order. I don't think this is in order of like how of what things are coming out on. So mm-hmm. just keep that in mind. Okay. Uh, all right, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever. Okay, that's we gonna... saw that. We got a little bit. We got the trailer drop for that. Did they announce who's playing Black Panther? Or no. no. Interesting. So Chadwick Boseman might have been killed off character off screen or because it does look like there's a memorial photo yeah like an iron man type situation yep. okay. i give that a solid b 
So it looks cool. Yeah, just because they're going to be introducing Namor. Because mm-hmm. again, we got hyped, excited, looks cool, could wait, and don't care. Yeah. I'm, okay. So yeah, B, just out of like, you know, out of curiosity for just the idea of a well, sequel g- Give in me general. something real. Hyped, excited, or looks cool? Looks cool. Looks cool. Looks cool. Yeah. Uh, so I, I do remember watching the trailer. So we were getting Namor as well, I yeah. think, in that one. Yes. Namor will be the villain. Do you think they're going to what do you think they're going to do with that other than giant blue beam in the sky um i don't know i think it's just wakanda trying to expand or some shit like that right and it's probably like general plot idea is they broke some treaty with fucking namor it'll be a very wakanda just uh yeah, a, char- centered story piece yeah, with like w- all w- the uh, wakanda empire versus namor's empire type situation we may get a few avenger side characters we're going to probably get a new version of black panther we might get uh winter soldier back in in a cameo later that on. would be interesting because you know he owes them a life debt so yeah let's let's wait to see is that the next one like actually coming out do we know yeah that 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 one ends phase four okay so yeah it'd probably be a nice cap on the on the end of a of a phase Mm-hmm. Okay, because um, they're going to be show centric in the next phase. Who do you think is going to be the new Black Panther? I think it's going to be a cross. It's going to be like a three way fight on who's going to be the leader. And honestly, I I don't think it's going to be Shuri. I think Shuri's going to show up in Armored Wars. Ooh, okay. Do well, like, actually, that's up next. Armor Wars. I'm excited. Excited. What is Armor Wars? Armored Wars is uh, Iron Man esque. Uh, storyline of uh, people who had their get like their own armors, their own their Iron Man armor. Yeah, so this okay. one's going to be um, War Machine heavy. Uh, you're going to probably going to get uh, the, the synopsis that I've been hearing is uh, he's kind of going around and because he realizes, oh, people have Stark tech. Yeah, they don't need to have Stark tech, no. and it's him going around trying to reclaim mm. all the pieces of Iron Man armor I from think different we'll, places. That's interesting. We'll probably though. get some like Whiplash mm. weaponry. We'll probably get some old uh, Iron Man tech picked up from Iron Man Three yeah. that exploded in some kid. We'll probably bring that back the kid from Iron Man Three that we saw during the funeral. Oh, that'd Gwen- be interesting. Gwyneth Paltrow, maybe. yeah, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow. I think we'll get a cool intro for Ironheart mm-hmm. or some. Uh, some type of reference to her, uh, which is the person who takes up the Iron Man as Iron Maiden, yeah. which is just, if they don't play the trooper, it's gonna be yeah, for real, it's gonna be shitty. Yeah, you can't not. Yeah, yeah I, I would. I throw that in the excited tier as well, mainly because um, we have they've they've done a very good job at leaving the Iron Man Tony Stark thing in the past. Yeah. I like think he, it, he still kind of reverberates, but like he's not been the central central plot of things. Has that of been late. Just, has that been said as a movie or a show? I believe that's going to be a show. So they'll probably do it, go down like the Mega Man path. It's like, oh, we got a Whiplash character. Oh, we got a heavy armored character. We got a character who probably is like a construction type kind of character. Different enemy every week. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, kind of. Well, yes and no. But like probably a big bad at the end. Ben Kingsley probably shows back up as the Mandarin because he's walking around free now. Yeah, he's not in a basement. And something I think that we either get 
either this Christmas or next Christmas, the Guardians of the Galaxy Halloween uh, holiday special. If not it was a Halloween, Halloween special, that would be special. shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> holiday special. Christmas special. <laughs> okay. Uh, but yeah, this is supposed to be canon. Uh, this is set directly after, no spoilers for Cap because he still hasn't seen it, uh, but this is set directly after Thor mm-hmm. um, and is supposed to lead into Guardians 3. Okay. And okay. just be a kind of like a little in-between Christmas special. I'm Disney excited. Plus. Um, yeah, should be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. I, I, I'm a. I think it's gonna be campy as fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't think the uh, music production is gonna be as good as like the movie. No. <laughs> but oh my god, what if? Okay. It, it was. It's been joked in the fan community that this is their Star Wars special, yeah. like Star Wars holiday special. Mm-hmm. In that, you did get a lot of songs. It was kind of like a musical thing. Mm-hmm. What if it's a musical, but with 80s songs, 80s Christmas songs, like simply having a wonderful Christmas time? I think that Mm -hmm. was 70s, but it's like it still sounds kind of 80s as shit. But like, what if like you get a fucking duet of like Peter Quill trying to be like, no, 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 it's it's Christmas. Like, check this song out. This is a Christmas classic. I think it'd be I think it'd be funny if uh, Batista's gonna get his own fucking song. Yeah. No, I think it'd be funny if uh, they're trying to show the great Christmas tree Charlie Brown to Groot, and he's just like getting pissed because they keep, they keep kicking the shit out of a tree during yes. that whole movie. I wrote. You don't understand. It's Christmas. I wrote. Now you got to do the voice. Yeah, the Instagram filter voice. Oh yeah, for uh, Rocket. Yeah. No, but yeah, I. I I just think that'd be really cool, though, because they get the licensing for so many cool songs. Why wouldn't they pull out some awesome? I would like to see them bring back the other original Guardians. Well, with like Sylvester Stallone, Ving Rhames. I think it'll be fun. I I enjoy the Guardians movies, so I think it'll be fun. But like the Guardians from Guardians Two, the ones that showed up at the very end that are that were part of Yondu's people. Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah, Molly Cyrus is like a robot head. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, with that, I mean, we're going to get to it with um, Guardians 3 that's on this list, but this is Guardians 3 is supposed to be the very last movie of this group led by Peter Quill. Yeah, so I think it's pretty good. So, I think it could be an option of what you're saying there. But yeah, so holiday special, where does that land on the tier list? Hyped, excited, looks cool, could wait, don't care. Looks cool. Yeah, looks cool. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, definitely kind of middle of the road on that one. Uh, next up, Ant-Man Quantumania. We got some footage of that at Comic-Con. We uh, It's not public, quote-unquote, mm. yet, but of course someone. Some of that with a phone on YouTube. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so, so there's like, you know, horribly skewed, weird footage of it that can be seen. And mm-hmm. through that, we see Kang the Conqueror and we see MODOK. Yeah. Hmm. So they're going to get into the occult with uh, Ant Man a little bit. <laughs> I think so. Interesting. I'm very, I'm very excited about that because uh, the Ant Man and Wasp series doesn't get enough love mm-hmm. out of all the Marvel properties, and I think it's just it's still comedic and still good, and the visual effects still make it. Because I remember that was one of the first things you said to me too when uh, you're I was walking through. You're like, "Did you read all the stuff from Comic Con?" I was like, "I'm catching up on it now." He's like, "Modok." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Modok series, which was done very well and actually the Avengers game the, the Marvel game that everyone fucking hates yeah the story of MODOK in that is fucking perfect is that the one uh, where it was uh, Marvel versus Capcom no no this That's is the Marvel Avengers game uh, the, uh, one, the one that ever the whole uh, Civil War thing in that too yeah, right well they did like the, the death of Captain America kinda in that yeah. game that was for the PS4 
I remember. It was, it was, it was fun. Um, they did a time jump where it's just a uh, maestro, you see, like the Super Hulk maestro. And you get yeah. Modoc and like you actually get some fucking... Uh, so I didn't get this far. I just kind of kind of played the beginning yeah, of just it. Watch, you can actually just watch it like a movie on fucking YouTube, or like a playthrough of it. It looks pretty cool. Okay. But yeah, no, so I, I was not as excited about this until I heard that Modoc was going to be a part of it. And, and he's got the big head. Yeah. He's got the big head. And it's just like, yes, that's awesome. <laughs> we're going to get probably got like the AIM people mm-hmm. to show up. And like the Modoc series on on Hulu is hilarious if you get a chance to watch it. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of sad, but like it is a solid Pat Oswalt delivery as Modoc. <laughs> nice. Uh, so yeah, Ant Man Quantum Mania. Where does that land with us? I'm very excited. Very excited. I've watched the trailer, so, but the idea sounds cool. So I'll kind of make it a looks cool. Sounds cool. Mm, well, I would say I'm with Chris on hyped, so I guess it has to fall in the middle of between the two and just put excited. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think one of the next things we've got coming up here, uh, She-Hulk, Attorney <laughs> at Law. This looks fun. Yeah, I was going to say, we've gotten a lot of promo pieces and trailer mm. for this. Um, one of the things that's going to be cool about it is she breaks the fourth wall, yes. Deadpool style. Yeah, I saw that in the trailer. I yeah. Uh, and we also get a lot more of uh, Smart Hulk. Yeah, this Professor Hulk. Uh, so Mark Ruffalo's getting a nice little paycheck. I'm happy for him. Eating elk meat. It looks cool because uh, I'm gonna put it down as it looks cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna watch it when it comes out. But they bring Eli Roth back, or not Eli Roth, Tim Roth. Yeah, back as Abomination, which you only see him a little bit in yeah. Shang Chi, and she's got to defend him. Yeah, and so it kind of works with like damage control as like, which damage control and part of the last Mar- Miss Marvel is actually an enemy now mm. uh, our villains um, so that's another aspect of the superhero realm mm-hmm. of responsibility is nah we, we need someone who can defend a superhero or defend a villain or something like that in court yeah yeah so it definitely it seems like it's going to be a lot more of like a daytime comedy type show mm-hmm. so I, I yeah I, I would say uh, I'd say looks cool also so yeah that will kind of go in the middle uh, X-Men 97, the reboot of the animated series. Oh, okay. Interesting. Man, actually, you know what? I did hear about this, but I never watched the uh, animated series when I was Fuck a kid. Fuck you. I know. No, I'm just, I, played the, <laughs> I played the video games. <laughs> I, I played the video games. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Because I just love the... I love the... Any, when they did X-Men animated... Even like the later ones with X Men Evolution and stuff like that, it was so cool to watch. Right. Because he's such elaborate storytelling. And X Men 97, there's a lot of shit going on, like adult themed stuff going on that you don't catch until later on in your life. And it's like, God damn, he went that far to it. He became a genocidal maniac. That's awesome. Well, shit. That's awesome. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> well, they do the whole they do the whole Genosha series in the 97 X Men where they create a mutant only island in the middle of fucking nowhere like Jurassic Park yeah but it's like safe to be a mutant and you know it's protected by Magneto One until he goes batshit <laughs> until he goes batshit yeah like it's, it's it's great so I enjoy the X-Men like you know um, you know through the movies and like video games stuff mm-hmm. like that so I mean I'm interested for yeah, sure because of how long it ran and plus it ran into the uh animated spider-man movie or show yeah that where they had the fantastic basically the real mcu with the fantastic four storm <laughs> and spider-man all teaming up with uh a war machine i was just like oh my god that's such an awesome fucking crossover but um yeah so like it, it 
it was very elaborate for its time so now mm-hmm. it'd probably be like a middle of the road type animated show just to be filler right i don't think uh i don't think disney's going to go down the x-men path i think they'll do what's called the mutants series which is kind of vague enough for them to use i mean but they're calling this x-men 97 oh yeah yeah like because it's going to be the x-men but like what i'm saying is a movie wise down, oh, the, down the road it, i it, think they'll it. just introduce what's called the mutants oh yeah so but yeah i'm, I'm excited for this one but uh um, you don't think they'll cash in on the x-men no because it's still owned by someone else i thought they had uh yeah they got the rights back oh that's right they got fox yeah i was yeah, gonna so say yeah yeah, so, yeah I'm, I'm excited i'm very excited yeah uh i I wouldn't say I'm putting it, I'll put it second tier, which is just called Excited, mainly because I wasn't the biggest X-Men fan, but I think it's really cool that they're going to revisit this with the original art style and all that stuff, which also leads into Spider-Man freshman year that we still have to wait like two and a half fucking years for, (laughs) but it is coming. I would, right now it looks cool. I'm not like super excited about it because I don't have enough content to base it off of. I wasn't excited really at all for this Mm. because honestly i've not liked any animated spider-man series since the 90s series that 90s series and the 80s series those were fantastic spider-man is an amazing friends and the other spider-man series with the same art style all two or three of those were fantastic the 90s one with the aerosmith intro rocks that show rocks. was that the one with neil patrick harris i think so or it's kind of like more as, CGI. As, no. Okay. No, that was the MTV show. Okay. That came out after. Well, actually, that that was okay. So it was the Spider-Man '90s series and Spider-Man Unlimited, then the MTV series, and then they just started fucking really going off the rails after Spider-Man that. I hadn't liked any of them. See, the Spider-Man 2000, Unlimited was wild. See, there was the 2000s one I remember that would come on uh, uh, Saturday mornings, and it was like all like very bold fucking Spider-Man cartoons. Mm-hmm. But CGI. No, it was animated. It might have been unlimited. Yeah, that might have been unlimited. Okay. Come on after Beast Wars. Yeah. Yep, it was unlimited. Oh, yeah. Okay. But yeah, so, but Beast I was Wars. not excited. <laughs> <laughs> so because of that, I really wasn't excited <laughs> for this series because I just have not liked any of the other Spider-Man series they've done until Comic-Con happened. And then they showed the artwork style for yeah, this show. That's why I'm waiting. That's why I said it looks cool. I'm just not that. It looks like the original 60s comic books come to life. Oh, that's cool. It, it looks like slightly updated versions of like the 1960s show, like cartoon version. Okay, I'll have to see this. Yeah, like a little bit better drawn, slightly updated versions of that. But you can definitely tell that they're trying to go for a retro look with this show. Yeah, that seems like a uh, like a nostalgia cash mm-hmm. in kind of. And you know what? I I rebel <laughs> against the nostalgia a lot, but on this one, I will smile as Disney continues to just auto-draft money out of my go, account. Go ahead. Be a mark. Yeah, I, I will be a mark for this one because <laughs> well, it's because for the first time since a kid, a Spider-Man cartoon looks interesting, you know? So it's like for that, I got hyped. <laughs> but I will just put it down... Uh, where do y'all think it goes? Excited or looks cool? Like it looks, I, cool. I, I, it looks cool to me. It sounds cool. Okay, so I'll yeah, I'll put it in the looks cool. I'll, so I, I I understand that I am solo on just being super hyped on it, but I'll, I'll throw it down in the need, looks cool. I, I think as of right now, we just need more information about it. We do, and we've still got a long time to wait for it. So yeah, looks cool. Looks is about right. Otherwise, I would have actually put it under could wait because mm. I just have not been excited for any of them. Anyway, moving on. More animation. What if season two? 
I still need to watch season one. You still have not watched season one yet. I've watched like a few of them. I just need to finish it. How many of them are there? Oh, it's one season. Okay. That's like I'm just not a big fan of the what if. So it, I watched a couple episodes. I don't, I, I don't, really, like, I don't really care. Yeah, that's kind of how it was. Where it's just like I watched a couple episodes where I was like, huh, that's cool. Like even the what if stories were okay, but like they weren't the what ifs that I wanted to see. Yeah, overall, it was kind of a letdown. There were still some great episodes like the Doctor Strange episode. Fantastic. And it even kind of plays into the Doctor Strange movie. If you didn't see that episode, mm-hmm. you'll watch the episode and be like, oh, shit. Okay. Uh, that ties into the movies. So the one I watched was the one where uh, it's like a parallel. It was another universe where uh, everybody had different roles. Yeah, that's that's, that's much every all episode. Them. all of them. But like, I forget uh, what was happens it, Was it the one, one where it's like you see Captain Britain um, and all them? Yeah, my, I was going to say you see. The one see, with the train. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, but yeah, like what uh, Chris just said, you see Captain Britain, which is the uh, lady Captain America that you also saw <laughs> oh, in there. Oh, yeah, I so, got gotcha. So they laid the groundwork in What If a lot. And it was kind of interesting because when they were going into it, they were saying that What If was going to be its own canon. This did not connect to the MCU, this, that, and the other. All of a sudden, the multiverse opens up and they backtrack it. And they go, What If is canon? Guess what? It's alternate universes this is part of the multiverse that's kind of cool like with the context now it's like one of those where it's like i'll kind of watch it with that you know yeah i just context now as of right now i'm just not really interested yeah i want to quite put it under don't care i'll put it under the could wait which is the second to the bottom where i'm at could wait i'm not counting the days down but i'm willing for them to give me a good story the the season one didn't disappoint me enough yeah all right, uh, here's one that we also don't have a whole lot of information on, but it's coming up here pretty soon. Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion is the Kree storyline. Yes, it the, is. But the problem is the Kree aren't considered bad guys in this situation, Mm-mm. in this Marvel Universe. So, But this is going to be a Nick Fury-heavy series. Yeah, so... Um, does he look like a bitch? Just Samuel does Jackson, does just he fucking. look like a Kree? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think... I think this one will be probably part of Secret Wars down the line, mm-hmm. but like that's so far away. Yeah, uh, so I'm not really interested right now, honestly, because it's just going to be exposition after exposition. We're going to get a, probably a few action scenes, and it's just it's just going to be a lot of filler. Yeah, yeah. Then I I Nick, do like I do like the new promo. Well, the promo photo they had of Nick Fury though. See, if it's going to be a fun Sam Jackson movie, then yeah, sure. You know why hear not? Something funny about Sam Jackson and his contract? What? In every movie he's done, including the Marvel, he gets to pick what his hair looks like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's why he looks weird as fuck in a lot of movies. Because oh, he yeah. wants to look weird as fuck in a lot of now movies. Now I'm thinking like Django and uh, uh, what's the other Tarantino one? Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight and also the Pram Greer. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he's, he's Pulp made fi- some... Pulp Fiction, Jerry Curl. <laughs> he's made some choices. Yeah. Uh, was it uh, the Memphis one with Justin Timberlake? Oh, I forget. Black Snake Mole. Yeah, Black Snake Mole. God, what a weird-ass movie. Yeah. Oh, Ryan Philippe was in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Where do we think Secret Invasion lands, though? To me, on the bottom. Bottom? Yeah. So even the implications of everything? No. Because the one thing I'm kind of excited about and something they kind of hinted at is since it's Secret Invasion and the Kree can take form of many things... Mm-hmm. What if people we have been watching this entire time 
are actually scrolls. Well, well so, scrolls can take form, not but, Kree. But that's that's the problem I have with it. It's it's going to be a lot of filler when it comes to that kind of thing. I get it. Yeah, we can do because we see a little bit of that in the, in the Spider-Man mm-hmm. No Way Home or Far From Home. Far From Home. Yeah, yeah. we see that in WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And I just think it'd it, be it's, cool. it's going to. I tell you what, I bet you it's going to piss more people off than it, people like it. So because if they try to do something like that, people like imagine if one of our main heroes is that. Yeah, that's the problem. Someone's going to mm-hmm. be like, "No way in hell you're going to try to plot point that shit." directly right there and it's going to piss just a bunch of fucking people 15 off. years after <laughs> yeah like like it's like, oh no fucking uh Bet- betty ross was fucking always fucking a cree or some shit and it's yeah. just like what a dick <laughs> you know what i'm saying like ever since the hulk movie the incredible hulk movie yeah thunderbolt ross who r.i.p yeah was killed and he was taken over by a cree or some shit i'm just like don't fucking do that <laughs> well, the actor's dead. Now. I know, but I'm just saying that's how they would probably solve it. Is yeah. it's like, oh no, so we found out he was a Cree, so we shot him in the fucking brain. <laughs> you never know. Black Panther. Black. But yes. Oh god. <laughs> oh. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Look, I don't think Disney hates Marvel fans. They may hate Star Wars fans, but I don't think they hate Marvel fans. Yeah. Um, Kevin Feige just takes a big rip off some coke. Man, fuck him. <laughs> off his Captain America glass sa- table. Yes. <laughs> Uh, this is one that I actually am pretty excited for. I think it would be pretty cool. Um, but considering both of y'all just frankly do not care, I'll put it under the s- same tier as What If Season 2. Yeah. And okay. I hate to say it like that, but just like with them and them. No, I get well, it. Everyone them, has opinions. I don't know but what with them doing is. Secret Wars and everything, I'm just like, this seems like it's going to be like a prequel to that. Yeah. And I'm just not going to like it. Yeah, I feel that. See, they're coming for you for that yeah. opinion. Yeah. Here they come. <laughs> Bring the mouse, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. Speaking of bringing the mouse, we got Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Like I said, I enjoy these movies. I'm even excited about the Christmas special. So, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I'm very excited because I think uh, they're going to actually up the soundtrack a little bit. Mm-hmm. Nope. I think that's the first one that goes in the hype tier. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even, I'm not hyped in like a, oh my God, we're getting a third Guardians movie. I'm hyped in the way of, what do they have for us? Because, duh, we are going to get a third one. So it's not like a hype of like, oh, my God, this is something cool that's going to be coming on the horizon. It's, yes, finally, we're getting a third one. I kind of like, th- it's kind of like, a, you know, an Indiana Jones movie where it's like, you know, it kind of loose. They all loosely connect just the Guardians movies by mm-hmm. themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that kind of it kind of gives like a new adventure for every movie. And that's kind of fun. I would be super fucking hyped if we get a trailer or uh, Fing Fang Foom. The dragon is it? Uh, I just would lose my fucking shit. We're because uh, they've introduced a new character already, the Beastmaster character, um, who's a new character, newly written as a villain for the Guardians of the Galaxy, and it'd be cool to bring her into it as a big bad, and maybe like an Adam Warlock type situation. I don't know. Well, we are getting Adam Warlock for sure. Uh-huh. Um, and the trailer they showed at Comic Con revealed that the main plot of this one is Rocket's origin. Okay. And okay. It's, and it's supposed to be heart wrenching. Like even just like the trailer itself. Like people were in tears at the end of the trailer. The, uh, it's like him with Sarah McLaughlin. And he's got like a rope dude's hand in his hand. It's like <laughs> well, a because raccoon it, form or something. Well, <laughs> the uh, the villain that's going to be part of this one. He's the uh, 
purple guy with the mask that uh, created Rocket mm-hmm. in the comic series, he's going to be in the movie. And uh, he had like this big exposition thing, Loki style at Comic Con. And yeah, it's immediately after they show the trailer, and like apparently there's like young Rocket, so you get like the cute baby raccoon moments of like the scared face and shit. And like people are like, oh no, my God. Yeah. And like just having to understand the tortures he went through to become Rocket yeah. and everything. He I would is. like a. Uh probably like a nod to where Groot came from because his, oh, wow. pe- his people yeah. are monstrous. His people are like the ants from Lord of the Rings if they were evil. Mm. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, he's, shit. He's yeah. the good one then, huh? Yeah. Vines break and tear. And it's like, God, dude, that's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah. I, I put that in the top tier hyped. Yeah. I, I, that's, the, that's the main one. That one, as soon as I see tickets are available, it's... Mm. <laughs> All right. After that, we've got Echo. Echo's getting a mini series. See, I don't know anything about Echo, and Echo I really have to be. So y'all take this one. Uh, <laughs> Echo, so, that, so Cap says I don't care on that yeah, one. So <laughs> e- Echo is just one of the daredevil, an, uh, yeah, uh, antagonists, but she's also like the antagonist in Hawkeye. Yes, uh, yeah. So we saw her a good bit in Hawkeye, um, rebelling against uh, Wilson Fisk, Kingpin. I would like them to check aug- out our episode on that if you hadn't heard it. I would like to see them do a, like an augment on like her leg. Mm, and maybe mm-hmm. mad like some type of vibration thing to where it help to help her like something coming near her or something mm-hmm. she can feel it coming like a spider sense type thing that would be cool some stark tech maybe she shows up in armored wars you know just like they're gonna bring back so many people from probably the old netflix marvel series yeah they're, i think they'll i think they'll acknowledge some of that iron um, fist no, no, no. <laughs> no one acknowledges Iron Fist. But like uh, the detective from Luke Cage who loses her arm and gets a robot arm. That's one of the. Yeah, I never Ar- watched that one. So she's one of the Iron Man characters. Okay. She's part of Armored Wars in the comics. Got because it. Because she gets a Stark Tech arm. Um, they they loosely say like a I think not even a one line dialogue almost, but like it's in a case a Stark case. Right. Where she gets a f- fake arm and it's like a like a favor of a favor from an oh. arms dealer who's selling like hammer arms. Remember the hammer, hammer mm-hmm. industry guy. Yeah. That's someone I want to see come back to Sam Rockwell as hammer. And that I, would be cool. I don't armor, think we're going to get that in echo. Though. Yeah, no, but, but like, <laughs> maybe like a nod and like armor wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he would have a lot of Stark tech because he's a piece of shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> no echo though. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to that. I liked her character in Hawkeye. I thought she was pretty interesting. Um, And honestly, I'm kind of getting more hype for the Daredevil-centric stuff because he seems to be getting ushered in pretty well. With the She-Hulk and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, he, yeah, he's going to be in She-Hulk. All the stuff from uh, Spider-Man was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, seeing Kingpin again in Hawkeye, that was really cool. See, I overheard the Daredevil stuff, and that I'm excited about that kind of content. So is Echo kind of tied in with that? Echo, you know? did you watch Hawkeye? Not yet. Yeah, so Echo, Hawkeye Echo. has a whole lot of Daredevil content in it. Okay. Yeah, so there's a lot of like Wilson Fisk. Uh, yeah, Kingpin shows up. Yeah. Echoes in that and she's she's part of the Daredevil story. So is Hawkeye already um is it out already where I can watch yeah, it? Yeah, like that came series. out last year. Yeah, okay. Like it's around Christmas time. Oh Hawkeye, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Who am I thinking of? I think I saw something like a trailer for like a like a green like Hawkman. Or something oh, like yeah, the from DC the, from, one. Yeah, from Shazam. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he, that's he, what he'll I'm, be in the Black Adam movie. 
That's probably what I Hawk saw Man online. Be in the like, oh, it's like something decent or like something Dr. recent. Fate and Adam, yeah, yeah. Adam Smasher and all that. But yeah, yeah, I'm excited to like for like any like Netflix uh, Daredevil universe. You know, <laughs> yeah, so they, he they says pop after immediately like being that. like, "Fuck Echo." Yeah, so she's got she's got like a she's she's an wait a minute, you you were all into uh, wait wait which, wait, 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 which mean, one was which one was Echo? Echo was the deaf girl, the deaf girl with a leg that was made of metal. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was gonna say we did an episode on Hawkeye. There's so many of these. <laughs> <laughs> like you, you know her. <laughs> yeah, I watched it last year, but no, yeah, I know you're talking about now. Yeah, uh, so but yeah, it. I don't. I don't. But, but even then, now it's just kind of like, yeah, sure, why not? I'm not too excited because you're. I don't know, unless they preamble her and a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't think she has enough. I don't want to sound like an asshole, but a leg to stand on when it comes to creating their own God fucking. Damn it, Chris. <laughs> I don't think Peg has enough uh, leg to stand on when it comes to getting her own goddamn show. Yeah, even when you mentioned that she was from the Hawkeye show, I was like, "Who?" Still, yeah. Yeah, that's going to be the problem with that. But even you know, make it good, make it good. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, and and this has the potential of getting some um, Daredevil references. I'm mm. sure we might get Kingpin again in the Echo series. I know we're going to be. Uh, I know it's going to be like female centric for the next phase. Yeah, for a lot of stuff, which is good. Yeah, you know, you get a lot of. Uh, <laughs> At first, you're, you had that like female centric. No, <laughs> no, I'm not that asshole. Not yet. If they make it bad, I will be. <laughs> well, to keep on that track. Uh, I went ahead and put an echo on the could wait, yeah. second to last year. Uh, Ironheart. Yes, so Ironheart will probably delve into the person that's taking over for Iron Man. Uh, Ree Ree Williams. Yes, that's going to be fun to say uh, three times fast. Yes, so she's... Iron Man. Yeah, she'll, she'll be taking over for the Iron Man-esque. Uh, she'll be probably part of the young hero, young Avengers yeah. type, type scenario. Um, she, we may see her because I've read some stuff online. She may appear in Wakanda Forever. Oh, okay. As part of that, uh, remember the back the back end plan of Black Panther was, hey, let's move out of Wakanda and help other everyone pe- else. Everyone else. Yeah. And I think she'll be part of that. Okay. All right. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. Now, who's playing uh, Iron Ironheart? I don't know. I have no idea who half these people are. It's, yeah, they're getting a whole lot of unknowns. Okay, which is good. It's a brand new character. Then I was thinking no. it would be like Gwyneth Paltrow or something like that at first. Yeah, yeah Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, she'll be in it. Yeah, she'll probably be the one taking over for Stark Tech Industries and all that. And Goop. And Goop. Yeah. <laughs> Stark. She goop. turns Stark, Stark Industries goop. into Goop. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> this is a meditation armor. It's just everybody's just real tense in this thing. It's like if you don't relax, it will explode. <laughs> Streaming now on Disney Plus. Streaming down on Disney Plus. Yeah. yeah, I really don't have a lot of info on Ironheart. Like I know about Riri's story, like through comics and stuff mm. like that. But it's like I don't know. This... It was part of a. Uh, it was actually part of a grander set of comics of introducing who would replace the Avengers. Right. But then they kind of back checked themselves and. Just well, never did... mind. Never mind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah that's, that was the problem with you know the comics and the fans and stuff they were just like let me just uh do a new 52 yeah and, and just the like, only character to basically survive from all that is that's where miles morales also yeah. came from too and they went back and did him so differently that yeah. he is his own character he's you know it it kind of sucks in the like the long end game of that mm-hmm. it's like man it's such he's such a good character to have because he's likable i just wish he wasn't spider man Technically, he's not Spider-Man. Uh, technically, he's Electro. <laughs> yeah, really. That's, that's what he's more like. Yeah, so uh, he's Electro Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, where does Ironheart land for us, though? I can wait. 
Yeah, I, mean, I can wait. But like, well, I know nothing. You know, I have to wait for Wakanda Forever to come out to see if they're going to do anything. You know, like I said, a preamble would be nice. Yeah, I, I think this is actually probably the only show on here that we just don't have any information on or can't even mm. speculate on what it could be. So yeah, I think just from the lack of any information on, like official information, yeah. also just kind of keeps it under a good weight. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. And who knows? It might be the best fucking thing they make. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Loki season two. Ooh, that's going to be rough for us because that's going to be the whole preamble of Kang Dynasty. Mm-hmm. And go watching that, I'm just like, oh, cool. He gets to meet old Wilson again. Yeah. The hard way. <laughs> yeah. And if they bring back the woman again, I don't know what... I. It's kind of hard to say because it's like a multiverse of madness type situation. Right. I have no idea what kind of plot they're going to give. Mm-hmm. They've basically pulled pulled the curtain back on the Wizard of Oz type situation, the last one. Yeah. Um. And Kang, the guy who plays Kang, was awesome. Oh yeah. The girl that played the female Loki was awesome. Mm-hmm. I would love this one though to try to bring back some of those people from the uh, the dead the dead zone kind of like a like a alligator Loki just, I just love to see an alligator Loki I'm sure they will or a toad Thor you know just like toad yeah. Thor well you know what I'm saying like it'd be cool oh, frog Thor, frog Thor. My, my, my brain went thing yahoo yeah but like frog Thor I could see him going to New Asgard yeah in this one kind of tie Thor into it loosely yeah uh, maybe they'll do Quantum Mania with it because that's going to be a fucking shit show. Trying to dist- trying to uh, like write chapters in a choose your own adventure of Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, so like, I'm excited. I'm actually excited for that one. It's just I'm going in blind because oh, so no- you don't even want to see trailers. No, for that. I, I got to go in blind because it'll just ruin it. Because <laughs> Mr. Sunday movies will just ruin it. <laughs> it's like, what do you think's going to happen there, bud? <laughs> no, I like uh, the, this portrayal of Loki is my uh, one of my favorite characters in the oh, whole Tom series. Is fucking hilarious! Yeah. Oh yeah, he's so great at it. So, Did you like, like the first season? Yeah, okay. I thought it was great. I look like it'd be funny, you know, because in the first season he's you find out he's uh, DB Cooper. Yes. Yeah. And this one you find out. You know, I was this, talking with somebody then, about that last. And night. this one you find out he's the fucking Zodiac killer. Oh my god. <laughs> or the man from the down that dreaded sundown. Um, I, I kind of want to put this under the hyped category. I'm just excited. No. I'm as excited for this as I am Guardians. Yeah, yeah. That's, Mainly that's, because I the the style, the sounds, the visuals, everything in that uh, Loki series was just really good, and I liked the whole like concept of the end of time. Yeah, you know so, they reached the end of time. So. I watched a guy, the drunken critic or whatever on YouTube, and he did the whole phase five series, like talking about what's coming next. And this dude, even I was like, dude, you need to fucking chill, bro. <laughs> like, I know there's a lot of hate mm-hmm. for this new phase. And like some of the superhero stories are kind of getting over into the weeds. Now. Yeah, we're getting, yeah, we're getting into a lot of stuff that's like, it's oversaturation and stuff yeah. like that. And I understand that. But dude, this dude was losing his shit. And God. I used to like, dude, your videos were pretty good, but this one, you're, you just need to stop. <laughs> stop drinking. Who, who hurt you? Who hurt you? And he's like, I'm just like, are you a, are you a fucking Nazi dude? Like, I know his problem. Yeah, it was Agatha all along, and that's the yeah. next one on here. Agatha the Harkness. See, that's another one that doesn't have a lot of like back background for me to really like. I love Catherine Hahn. Yeah, Catherine I like the character. Hilarious. 
She did, a lot. She, whatever character she plays, she's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. Howdy, neighbor. But like, St- stay good. Stay golden, pony boy. Stay golden, pony boy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she's such. She could be a villain. Mm-hmm. She could be hilarious. Like I watched her in Parks and Rec, and she's a monster of a person. Yeah. She's a politician's lawyer, and I'm just oh, like, God. <laughs> and she's just like, oh my god, what kind of fucking town am I in? And why does everything sticky? Like, <laughs> she's like, oh my god, get these fucking kids away from me. Like, but she plays that person. She plays Catherine Hahn. Yeah. And I'm just like, There's, you didn't give enough background for this woman to... Gen- She's to, a witch. I know, but genuinely to give her a show... She turned me into a new. I know, I know, like, I, you need to do it because you're... The first phase characters are old yeah. and dying. <laughs> yeah. They're about to age out. Yeah, they're about to age out the, the line, you know, so... Yeah. They're too tall for the ride, so, like... <laughs> but you got to get some shorter people in there. So, like, villain-wise, it's a great great angle let's get another villain let's create someone who could probably kill the thunderbolts if need be mm, but you know mm-hmm. so yeah so um uh second from the bottom yeah could same. wait could wait yeah i was excited about this when it was first announced this was one of the first things they announced for yeah. the new stuff coming out and yeah I, I was excited then but the the excitement for it has kind of died down some wandavision was still among my top three of the favorites of the first wave of disney plus series mm-hmm. that came out um and i and i can't wait to see what it is but exactly what you said we have no information on it yet I could just see her like the, the whole like crux of her story is going after the wanda that lived Ooh. the mom Wanda mm-hmm. the one who's probably like a war criminal the, on her planet the, say the villain in Doctor Strange yeah. Wanda yeah. the one who lived <laughs> next on the list is Blade I'm fucking hyped for that shit so who's, <laughs> wait, so who's, who's playing Chris's face lit the fuck I'm up I'm fucking hyped for fucking Blade who's playing him though it's uh, fuck uh, did you ever see in the green book uh, no with Viggo Mortensen fuck uh, I'm trying to think of something he's in you may have seen but um uh, but uh, not Wesley Snipes. But not Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Wesley Snipes is insane. Yes, he uh, is. <laughs> but without Wesley Snipes and Blade, the R-rated Marvel Universe would never have existed. Nope. Exactly. And superhero movies would have never kicked off as fast as they did without the fucking Blade movies. So, nope. And I love all three Blade movies. They're fucking fantastic. Blade, Blade Trinity is di- fun. <laughs> it is fun. It's Ryan it, Reynolds like giving quips and Triple H. <laughs> and I hope they bring... Like, I hope they bring... Hannibal Hannibal King back into the whole Blade series. Yeah. Hannibal King is a badass character because he's a half vampire, like he's part vampire who keeps going back to human because they keep curing his ass. He's like yeah. a fucking punch bug for fucking vampires to beat the shit out of. <laughs> you did you ever watch uh, any of the uh, TV series? Uh, the uh, what we do in the shadows uh, yes. TV series where they have the uh, the council yeah. and it's like every movie vampire, including mm-hmm. Wesley Snipes, yeah. <laughs> by fucking Skype. Yeah, you see like Kate Blanchett. <laughs> Yeah, a, Kate Blanchett. Tilda Swinton is a creepy looking vampire with a big fucking teeth. Yeah. <laughs> the fucking uh, a little girl from Bob's Burgers yes. is one of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I'm super fucking hyped for this because not only do vampires exist in the Marvel Universe, he gets to kill them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I would just want like a quick opener of him just sawing Jared Leto's head off. <laughs> Oh, yeah, because he's a vampire in uh, Marvel Vampire, right? Yeah, not for long. <laughs> not for long. I, I mean, it's like, more, and like, right, right before he kills him, it's Morbid Cap. <laughs> uh, what do you feel, Cap? 
fuck it, I'm down. I like, like I'm like him. I enjoy Blade Bla- a lot. Blade movies are so fucking over the top and fun as shit. Yes, right, <laughs> I'll concede and put it down as hyped, mainly because I feel like if I don't, Chris is gonna lunge at me from over this table. <laughs> There's always motherfuckers trying to skate uphill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Did I'm- you ever watch the Blade movies? I did. I didn't care. But the for guy him as from uh, Grounded for Life is the one uh, villain in the first yeah, he's movie. Like, he's hey, awesome. Blade, I got my fucking hand back, man. Yes. And then he like cuts that motherfucker down. <laughs> <laughs> fucking what's his name? Is the bad guy? Uh, um, the Cecil beat a minted looking motherfucker. <laughs> I forget. I have to. But it's like been the effect, so long since I watched it. The effects it. don't. Are no, not they don't great, hold up except for the practical effects, like the fucking rave blood party fest. And it's oh all god, just I forgot Adobe about that. After Effect blood. <laughs> yeah, it was that time in the nineties. He kills Dracula in the third one. It's yep. fucking fantastic. Parker Posey's in it. At Triple H. Yes. <laughs> all right. After that, we've got Captain America: New World Order. If it's not like an Illuminati base. Yes. <laughs> that makes me fucking pissed. Well, see, I think this is going to tie into Secret Invasion. Hmm. Because hmm, New Sam- World Order, Secret Invasion. Yeah. Mm. Sam Jackson. I think, uh-huh. I think they'll try to do their version of Illuminati here on mm. this on this part of the multiverse. Except, well, like, yeah, because they go to the Illuminati. You find the Illuminati or a version of it in Doctor Strange already. Yeah. And like Namor was in the Illuminati. Reed Richards, Xavier, Black Bolt and Tony Stark were all part of the Illuminati with Doctor Strange so I could imagine this version of the Illuminati could just be a lot of big name characters like Nick Fury um, mm. maybe uh, Monica Rambeau mm-hmm. uh, maybe Thunderbolt Ross in a in a version of Thunderbolt Ross maybe uh, <laughs> Julie Louis-Dreyfus <laughs> 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 just her in there um, I don't know it'd be really cool to see their version of the Illuminati because the last Illuminati got their asses kicked yeah <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna throw that one in the excited tier. Uh, we don't have a lot of info on it yet, but most of the Captain America movies have been pretty fucking solid. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about this, but uh, House Harkness. Uh, that made a great part to put uh, Mordo back in the series. Oh shit, you're right. Elijah Ogilvie. So. Mm-hmm. All right. After that, we got the new Daredevil series. Oh, I'm fucking pumped for that. Yeah, that's gonna I be awesome. Love the Daredevil series. That the whole three seasons they had on Mar on. Netflix were yeah. the shit. They did Bullseye at the end of it. I'm just like, that's so fucking metal. Mm-hmm. And their their version of Punisher was great, too. And from what I saw from the She-Hulk trailer, he's got the yellow suit. He does. It's like a yellow this, padded suit. And this is called Daredevil Born Again. And yeah. all the comic nerds have been freaking out because apparently that's a really good run. I think that's the uh, that's Frank Miller, right? Yeah. That's when uh, you see Elektra die. Uh, that's where you see Bullseye uh, I'm gonna make sure basically... I'm not- kills foggy mm-hmm. and like oh. it's, it's, it's a brutal series there was one series of uh they did with daredevil where Electra gets hunted and killed yeah and i'm just like yeah don't do that one that one's adult as fuck <laughs> hbo would have to do that one <laughs> yeah that's born uh born again or uh frank miller yeah so yeah I, I had to put that one on the hyped one i'm i'm pretty excited for that one too i want him to meet blade get 18 episodes I want, I want 18 to... episodes have been confirmed blade better be in 10 fuck. of them yeah <laughs> After that, we got Thunder... Well, not after that, but next on this list, you got Thunderbolts. God, I love the fucking villains. I hope they, I hope they, I hope they really amp the villains Yeah, up. this is basically going to be like Dark Avengers. So who do you think is going to be on the Thunderbolts? Um, American Soldier, or whatever. U.S. Agent, US rather. A, U.S. Um, agent. Broke arm, bitch. Yeah. I think possibly Agatha, which could be a reason they're putting her in a little miniseries. Mm. Mm. Wanda. No. no, no. She she kind of heel turned at the end of Doctor Strange. Um, 
fuck. There's a few of them I'm just kind of not immediately pulling. Oh, possibly Abomination. Okay. He could be Tim thrown Roth. back into it. Um, Mr. Orange. Well, I was going to say uh, Elaine. She's going to be part of it. Mm-hmm. She's going to be kind of like the mastermind kind of pulling the strings behind everything. Elena. Elena. Okay. I think Elena could be Why in it. it? Uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, all of the kind of. Oh, and um, Zemo. Bear Maw Zemo. Yes. I think Zemo has to be part of it. See, my lineup is a little bit different. Mine's Zemo, Ghost from Ant Man 2. Ooh, okay. Who, uh, Lawrence Fishburne was trying to help in that movie. Um, I think we're going to get a Yellow Jacket. Mm, in Quantumania? Yeah, I think we're going to get another version of a Yellow Jacket. That suit still exists. So, yeah, so Abomination, of course. I don't think we're going to get Agatha Harkness in the Thunderbolts too much as maybe like a backup back to your character. I think it's okay. gonna, I think they're going to do like Suicide Squad almost. It's like they're just trying to go down the line and find these people who could help out. Um, I think we're going to probably get um, some type of uh, Spider-Man villain mm-hmm. to show back up. Maybe Scorpion. Yeah. So, yeah. So that that'd would be, work. That'd be a nice little bridge on the troubled waters that is the Spider-Man universe. <laughs> um, what about a, a mutant villain? A mutant villain? Yeah, you could do a mutant villain. You could do... Um, uh, well, Miss Marvel has basically accidentally created the mutants. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, you could get a character from her, maybe like a... Maybe someone from AIM, Hydra, whatever secret organization is evil as fuck. Maybe Modo, maybe uh, what is his name? Uh, Mordo. Yeah. Mordo would be a good little character because he's still got a lot of the weapons. <laughs> so where does Thunderbolts lay for us? Um, I'm excited. That sounds cool. Yeah, yeah I'd say excited as well. Um, we're kind of we'll rapid shoot these other two before we get to the main three, mainly because we just don't have a lot of info on these so either. So many. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Marvels. Yes, so that'll be probably Monica Rambeau, Miss mm-hmm. Marvel, Captain Marvel, um, the probably, band, the band Marvel, the band Marvel, um, David Bowie. <laughs> uh, let's see who else. The Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone with glitter and glam. Honestly, for me, that's a good wait. Yeah, I just don't I'm, have I'm enough information. I'm not that excited for that one. Yeah, there's not a lot of information on that. No, not really. And then another one we don't have a lot of information on yet, but really intrigues me. Marvel Zombies. Nope. No. That's a fucking zero for me, bro. Why? Because they will never, ever do it justice. (laughs) (laughs) They don't have to do 100% the crazy gory shit I'm talking about they'll barely hit 100. They'll barely hit 1%. So are like the comics like super brutal? Oh, big time. No, I don't think they're going to be brutal. I think it'll just be some like... Well, he was asking if the comics were brutal. Oh, fuck yeah, they are. That's what... Yeah, they're they're crazy Reed Richards accidentally discovers that zombies exist and is like so fucking consumed with it that he decides to let it ride. (laughs) So it should be more like the boys or should be on Prime or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, He kills like Spider-Man rips Aunt May's head off, if Mm -hmm. I remember, and eats Mary Jane. Uh, oh, Ant Man, Ant Man gets eaten alive <laughs> as Giant Man. Uh, the Hulk becomes unstoppable. It starts with Quicksilver because Quicksilver's a zombie and can't stop running and biting people. So that kind of like fleshes out the whole thing. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's. So yeah, it should be the boys. Fucking batshit. <laughs> um, well, I'm not gonna allow you to put that all the way down at don't care mainly because well, that's just I'm, not, that's I'm, just. I know you just want you just want murder porn. That's what it comes no, down I to. No, I don't. Like, Apparently that, just... that comic is murder porn. No, that's because the, the, comic, the comic was the end-all be-all. There's no way you could get away with doing that much violence or doing it justice. Yeah, so you just do a version of it. That's a, that's the problem. I don't want a version of it. I don't, even, you, I don't, you, even, I don't even want them to... It, let's say... Well, let's, hold on. Let's take it back real quick. What did you think of Civil War? 
It was Ah, uh, see, it, no. it, they they can do a version that was a of real, something. That wasn't Civil War. It, that, it that wasn't was, compared that, to the comics. That's a fucking but it was gangland. A, but it was a great movie. <laughs> it is a fun movie because it's an espionage movie. So through that, no, just because it's called something doesn't mean it has to match it one to one and be I'm sorry, bad. I'm not even saying it's going to. I'm saying it's going to hit so far below the rung of acceptability <laughs> because it's fucking Disney. It's not Disney though; it's Marvel. We we just saw Chris is getting so upset. I believe it was the last time Disney made an R-rated thing with a with a property they earned. They won't. They made Deadpool three. Deadpool three. That's it's it. going to be. It, but that's this, a Deadpool series. But it's going that, to be R-rated. Yes, but that's. I say it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> I'm sitting there going like, unless they go with a whole different production management, even HBO or whoever the fuck Cinemax, who don't really give a fuck about anything anymore because they're the, they're just dying or stars. Well, do you think <laughs> the Daredevil series is going to lack because of it? You said you were super hyped for that. On the violence scene, yes, it's going to be lacking. I would agree with that. But look at all the crazy violence we've gotten recently, like in Moon. Night and uh, even the new Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange wasn't. I don't think they're afraid of see, it. See, Doctor Strange didn't push buttons like uh, Daredevil. When did. does it come out? When is it listed to come out? When what? Marvel Zombies? Yeah. Oh, I have no idea. I'm just looking at a tier list. Okay, so it's probably going to be 2024, 2025. Okay. Unless something changes at Disney, who own Marvel. Yeah. So would Disney be able to put up the Jessica Jones narrative? The real think? one? I mean the With Netflix the, the Netflix one was already pretty yeah, fucking yeah, dark. Pretty, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nope. Marvel Studio announces historic R-rated Disney Plus show. Yeah, so he's a it's sh- gonna be R-rated, man. No, not excited. <laughs> I just pulled it up though. It's gonna be R. They're I'm, it's it's they're gonna go for it, man. They're going for it. Let's we'll just say a couple of fucks. <laughs> say a couple. Of, they say fuck twice. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking. Look at all the stuff they've already given us. That's been to PG-13. I mean, the, this is what, gonna be what, R. It's they let the Beatles cuss on the fucking <laughs> doc. Come on, man. Disney's, Phil, Disney's Phil, hip with the times. They let Phil Spector on, on that, too. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't blur that motherfucker's face. They're hip with the times. Yep. I used to be hip, too. I was down with it. I'm, I'm Violence put, is not hip. I'm going to put it as the looks cool, mainly because I was hyped for it. I'll tell you what. When it you with, are on a dead negative, so I'm putting it in the middle. When I see a trailer for it, uh, a good trailer, not just some like 15-second, like, Animation logo. Of the logo. Yeah, get fucked. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we've got for the last three as well. But I feel like we're gonna have differing opinions on it. First up for Phase Six, six motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four. Super hyped. Yeah. If uh, they're what? not gonna break Jack. Kratokowski's not. I was gonna, gonna be, say he's not gonna be Mr. Fantastic. The only thing good at that it was they legitimately said during that movie like if this is fan service. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it would be Jessica Alba and the other crew. Chris right. Evans. Because <laughs> he's, he's just an old-ass man now. <laughs> but No, it's another. It's the other universe. Yeah. I don't know, man. Phase 6. You know, we're coming up to the tail in Phase 4. We're going to have Phase 5 for the next two fucking years. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to have Phase 6. I mean, it's too kind of soon to call, you know, with, an, with lack of details and stuff I'm like that. I'm hyped because I would love to see what Marvel can actually do with a depressing fucking... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With a depressing property. If they 
David Cronenberg to do it. <laughs> I feel if like he's, it, if he's feel, around by then. Yeah. I feel like it fits an excited, mm-hmm. for, mainly because for exactly what you just said, it, the the property has been so damaged. There's a bit of me that's just like, uh, but also I've just seen what Marvel Studios can do with a property. So at no. the same time, I'm like, I I kind of want to see it. So now I, I I'll put I'll put it at excited. Okay, we agree on that. I got. Here's where's what thing. I'm excited. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah sure. Whatever, dude. <laughs> I got a dollar that says they'll fuck up Victor Von Doom like they did with all the other movies. Oh, my God. But Victor you've, already Von made, Doom, you've already made that dollar bet. <laughs> yeah, that dollar bet. Victor Von Doom will be a, some scientist asshole and not the dictator of Latveria. And some, who uses magic, by the way. Hey, <laughs> supposedly, we're going to be getting Doctor Doom and Black Panther. Wait and see. We'll Scientist see. Don, Don Doom. Yep. <laughs> Scientist Von Doom. All right. And then the big kahunas of the two. Avengers Kang Dynasty. This is another dollar bit that Disney finally ropes Sony. They finally buy out. By that time, by the time that movie comes out. Because Spider-Man's probably going to. Spider-Man and, and everything else will be finally under one roof. Right. By that, by that time. Yeah, I'd put a dollar saying, yeah. Cause that Kang Dynasty, by the time it comes out, they're going to get the Avengers. They're going to kill a fucking old one. So, Because who are the Avengers going to be? Spider-Man? Thor? Like, who's left with, like, the big Yeah, guns? I mean, we really won't know until getting closer to time. Because, yeah. I mean, something big could even happen in, like, Quantumania. Yeah. Something big could happen in the Fantastic Four movie. Something big could happen in, you know, um, uh, fucking Thunderbolts. Okay, yeah. so here's my adventures for this movie. Yeah, Spider-Man, uh-huh. Thor, mm-hmm. Hulk. Wolverine somehow. All right. Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. If she survives Marvels. Yeah. Okay, that'll be yeah. So like how much how many up. were there? Like five. Need, well, yeah, like, like there's five. like big five from like say the first movie. Elizabeth Olsen's not done. No, I could see her coming back. Yeah. So yeah, so I think Kang Dynasty will probably be like a boot and rally for the entire Marvel property. You know what they haven't even said yet is like Nova. Mm, they still mm-hmm. left that out and it's just like uh, that was such a big property you're just gonna throw the fuck away I don't think they're throwing it away I know but still they're not announcing it either and it's just like don't be that don't don't try to like slip in a cookie <laughs> on all of phase four, four, five and been like oh hey we forgot to announce Nova no, he's probably in six yeah I would say like that's still a long way away to answer to, for a character that's gonna be pivotal Maybe he's in Guardians. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe uh, Peter Quill gets choked out by Adam Warlock and dies in front of everybody. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Kang Dynasty. I think this is going to be cool because it's going to be probably the foreshadowing of what Kang was trying to tell Lady Loki at the end of that, being like, oh, I'm the nice one. You don't want to see my variants. <laughs> this is going to be the movie of the, well, here's my variants. Damn. <laughs> um, and, the, you know, they probably crosses into the season two of Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 excited for that one. I'll put that down as just the regular. Oh, excited. every Avengers movie I'm excited for. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure it'll be huge. And then after that, Avengers: Secret Wars. If Tom Holland doesn't have the black suit in that movie, I'm gonna uh-huh. be fucking pissed. If we don't get all three Spider Men in that movie. I'm going to be pissed. Oh my god! That's just like like just finally shiv Toby McGuire. Oh. He's like, hey, this knife, this knife stab counts, motherfucker. Slick chick. <laughs> and just like break it off in him. And it's like one last fuck you. What's the release date uh, that they're uh, planning for? Twenty thirty two. Yeah. <laughs> After the colonization of Mars. <laughs> I don't know. I have to pull it up. When Elon Musk buys Disney. 
Dude, did you see that article about that? Wait. All I did was make a joke. Is this real? Yeah. What no, happened? He had, he had made a comment it's talking about, but he, was, he, had, he had made some slight ass comment because he's about to be sued by Twitter. Well, yeah, I saw that. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess he forgot he didn't have $44 billion to so blow, that's what blow on a that. fucking bet. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'll back another cryptocurrency and make another $34 billion in a day. Prick. <laughs> Prick. <laughs> that's how they work. Prick. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Secret Wars. There's a lot going on in Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Thanos is still alive during Secret Wars. So Kang would have to be the villain again. Or, God, I don't even know who the big bad's going to be anymore in these fucking movies. Doctor Doom? Probably. He'd have to be. And I do like, uh, I was watching that Fact Fiend guy mm-hmm. about Doctor Doom. He's got a piece of, uh, said like, in part of his character description in his armor, he's got a part of the cross the cross oh the jesus cross and part of his armor to keep protection from vampires <laughs> just like what a stupid little fact they put in there <laughs> but I mean, like a lot of this blades is a, in the universe now <laughs> but going back to like blade and stuff blade is actually introduced in internals his hmm. voice like he says something to the guy who's going to be the black knight um so that that guy's going to come back the eternals at some point we'll probably get uh another version of star fox which is uh thanos's brother yeah it's um, really star fox what's his name star not fox. not from the nintendo games mm. oh, i'd love a star fox movie just <laughs> yeah for real just a bunch of furries whacking it in the theater <laughs> i'm putting that one down as hyped yeah because i think the implications of it are pretty big and considering how well they did with endgame with so many characters with this being basically every villain and hero putting being put on a planet saying fight i think they can pull it off so this is going to be released after the other like avengers this uh, is the last in the series they've announced so far this is the last movie two avengers back to back but like these are two (laughs) movies they've just announced they didn't really give a timeline it was on a timeline thing and these are the last two on the yeah okay is the last two in the timeline for phase six yeah and i'm just like We'll see. There's a lot that could happen before. By the this end. is starting to turn into like that log ass fan fiction about Super Mario's melee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No it, shit. shit. The longest book ever written is about fucking Smash Brothers. <laughs> it's still being written. Yeah. In chapters and after chapter, and it's still, dude. Someone did a co- uh, what does it call it? Um, uh, coherentness of it. It's uh-huh. still coherent. Like, <laughs> there's no like go backs and rewrites or it's anything. Like it's Donkey still coherent. K- where Donkey Kong gets a story, fucking Toad gets a story. Yeah, it's a build up. Yoshi gets a story. Fucking Solid Snake gets a story. Yeah. <laughs> Fire Emblem Zelda. Yes, Link. Fire Emblem Zelda gets a story. Yep. <laughs> yeah, so. So, no, Marvel's Marvel's basically flopping out their big dick, and then DC went, "We did something." And we're, we're like, just, "We don't care." No, we're in the fucking like nether regions now. We're crawling through the uh, the I'm pubes. Just like crawling through the nether regions. <laughs> I'm just like they're, they're running out of actors, man. Like good ones, uh, <laughs> like famous ones. Like we're gonna. I bet you money we're gonna see Kyle Urban in the, or not Kyle Urban, but uh, Homelander, <laughs> and Huey, and Starlight, and MM in the Marvel universe as other people. I wouldn't be surprised. That's gonna be uncomfortable as shit. <laughs> yeah, or like uh, all the HBO the actors that and shit Homelander like that too. Just needs to be Superman. No, nah. He, the dude that plays Homelander should be like Adam Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> I John, can do whatever I want. Snap. <laughs> John Cena and The Rock will be there. Oh yeah, John Cena. The Rock. Oh, The Rock. That'd be cool to have him in the Marvel universe. Hell, it's like they're all, they're both on DC. Wait a minute, they're both on DC though, right? Batista's under Marvel. He's he's part okay. of the Guardians. But. Yeah. Roman Reigns. Just <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck you, WWE. No, fuck. They'll buy WWE at some point, too. <laughs> oh, God. 
Ric Flair is the villain. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ric Flair, uh, Kang Flair, Kang Flair. Good <laughs> God! <laughs> oh, oh God! It, no, it's Vince, it's Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a lot going on, and it, the oversaturation thing I was talking about. I was just like, ah. I don't I mean, know. It's I, like you know, I'm, I'm truly excited about everything. Yeah. But like, at the end of the day, you're just like except Marvel zombies, except Marvel zombies, <laughs> and I'm just like that's that's up there with that comic was uh, that whole anthology was right up there with Deadpool kills the Marvel universe, yeah, where it just ends with him killing people who are drawing comics and just stabbing the shit out of them. But they don't have a release date for Deadpool three yet. No, huh. they, they got, but they've been talking about they've it. They've got all of those, but not all right. It's not real yet. <laughs> it's not real. <laughs> but you know what is real. Us digging on into our oh. Spotify playlist to figure it out. Again. What the hell Again. we've been listening to? I didn't have a lot of time to listen to different shit from the last episode. <laughs> what you listening to, son? I don't think you like it. Well, why not? I like this new generation of music. <laughs> Where did you record this? I bought it at the mall. What that person on your tape has is a medical disorder. I've been listening to uh, lo-fi trip-hop stuff. Oh, shit. And, nice. And, like, uh, weird uh, weird podcasts about cryptos. <laughs> Me too. Cryptos or cryptids? Both. Both. Bigfoot invests in Doge. <laughs> Foot coin. <Yeah>. Foot coin. <laughs> Mothman coin is about to pop, baby. <laughs> Moth coin. Elon Musk told me. Yeah, Elon Musk told me with his big red eyes <laughs> and his giant wings. Hi, I'm Elon Musk. I'm a moth man. <laughs> All right, Cap, what the hell have you been listening to? Uh, the first jam, uh, album from The Jam in the last couple of weeks, just because it's just fun to put on, you know, from top to bottom. I love the uh, the jangly uh, guitar tone that's in it and uh, <laughs> kind of callbacks to the, like, not callbacks, but things that uh, I find in, like, say, Super Sucker songs that I didn't notice before I started listening to this oh, record. Oh, yeah, big time. Yeah, like, uh, oh, what the fuck is the name of it? Uh, oh, uh, Slow Down is the Born, Born With The Tail riff. And In The City is such a great fucking song, it too. It is. I like, uh, let's see, uh, Time for Truth, too. Bricks and Mortar is probably my favorite one, though. Shit, yeah. Oh, but uh, back in the USA, uh, MC5, that's what I was listening to. Nice. I thought you were about to say Miley Cyrus. I was like, okay. Oh. I love Miley Cyrus. <laughs> this yeah. is back in the USA. Psycho little crack addict. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> and as I mentioned earlier, I've been definitely going down the Ramones rabbit hole, so I've been just digging back into their records again. And honestly, one that kind of gets overlooked a lot outside of Adios Amigos, uh, Too Tough to Die. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is just a fantastic record. So we did an episode that of when we did. Uh, uh, you, you gotta, gotta hear, hear this. this. Yeah. Yep, we we did an episode of that back on the Patreon. So if Patreon members listen back to that, they remember us doing it. And yeah, I mean, it still holds up. It's still. I've finally figured out a way. And I know Chris isn't going to agree, but it's like I finally found a way to rank my top favorite Ramones records. Those first three records aren't even considered in the list. That's almost just considered like part of the punk rock Bible. Yeah. Those first three records. They're like, in the dictionary. You yeah. Know, or the like, uh, handbook. Yeah. It's like, so I can't even like list those in the favorites because it's just like they're, they're the essentials. They're yeah. not favorites, they're essentials. So outside of the first three, Road to Ruin, Too Tough to Die, and Adios Amigos are my top three favorite records. Huh. See, mine are Road to Ruin, 
end of the century. Mm-hmm. I that's like a it. great everybody, one too. Everybody should. I'd on. say that's my number four. We did a whole thing on that, and yes, probably I really like Rocket to Russia too. Well, that was their third record. I still like it out of the top. Of <laughs> well, I was three. just saying outside of the first three, though. Okay, outside of okay, outside of the first three, I still like Pleasant Dreams. Really? Yeah. Pleasant Dreams. Okay. I know it's not a popular I was one. Say, that's but... a dark horse uh, call on that one. Anyone that says uh, that. Uh, subterranean jungle or animal boy you're just like really yeah <laughs> there's some good still some good songs on it's kind of like uh a lot of those that's the thing about that era is like all the songs are still great and i'll kind of play them on guitar just for funsies but mm-hmm. you know but there were vocal issues there's all they all had their problems but <laughs> really yeah <laughs> before we get too much in the weeds yeah so now, some other good songs i mean so, some of my favorites on there some of the more poppy ones like chasing the night howling at the moon mm-hmm. daytime dilemmas um, even Humankind is a really great song and the very last song on the record No Go is like yeah. this, this fun little like doo 60s kind of garage rock song this is really cool they pulled in like Dave Stewart from the Eurythmics to help out on a song or two mm-hmm. and they kind of they try to pull out the big guns for this one yeah this was the for Chris this was the record that Richie was on yeah. when, when he the, the suit and tie guy yeah <laughs> <laughs> He seemed like the only guy that had his shit together through that whole fucking movie. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but now, guys, if you want to join in on the conversation and help us with other episodes and give us ideas and just chit-chat with us, sign up for Discord. Our link is in the episode description, as it is with every episode. And, yeah, come on, join in on the fun. We're, Chris is in there a little bit more often, and, you know, we're getting some more Kiss fans in there from the Kiss show, so it's getting it's getting fun in there, y'all. Come, come join. Join the party. And where do you all... Uh, what are y'all's opinions on our rankings? Let us know. Exactly. And, I, and we'll do the same thing as we did last time. I'll throw the, the link in there in the Discord for everyone to make their rankings of how excited they are for the different movies and all that good shit. But cool. yeah, so I guess we might as well just go ahead and wrap this on up. Chris, thank you for being here and executive producing Chris all Morris, of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Cap, do you have a fucking outro for us? The only thing that I'm excited about is MonsterVerse. That's going to be cooler than anything we've talked about today. Uh, where do you think? Where do you think they're going? To, how far do you think they're going to go with it? I don't know. It's uh, you've already covered all the big bads from um, all the other movies, so I guess you uh, kind of continued the Kong story. And you think uh, they'll bring back the other kaiju villains? Uh, I mean, I mean, if you're going to build a universe, like you might Millennium as well. Godzilla, the one from with the giant mountains on his shoulders. Ooh, you fucking nerds! That's yes. a whole other podcast. <laughs>
Thank you for listening. Please insert another coin by supporting the show for as little as a dollar a month at patreon.com slash somethinggoodnetwork.